Hi, my name is Richard. Hi, my name is Lucy. Welcome to the Tech Chats podcast. Hello, Lucy. Welcome to another episode of Tech Chats. How are you? I'm good, Richard. How are you today? I'm good. It's a weekend. We're still doing productive stuff on the weekend. Hope everyone in the world is as well because everyone's locked in. So it's good to do productive stuff. Yeah, that sounds really good.、Uh, what have you got in store for us today? So today is an interesting topic. We、um, it's pretty broad, but we're gonna try to hit some of the more like I guess、um, granular details within it. So we're just gonna be talking about social media within Asia and kind of comparing it to the worldwide, but also just kind of trying to focus in the APAC region. Now yeah, before I get, st- I'm quite excited about that topic because it's in the marketers realm, isn't it?、Mm. Exactly, it's a marketers. I mean, it's in any business realm, right? But I'm excited、um, as well. So I've got an interesting fact. So. Twitter is originated from obviously from the U.S., but did you know that one third of Twitter users are from Asia? I find that、mm. really interesting because I wouldn't really expect Twitter to be a platform where, like, a third of the APAC region is just using it.、Um, I find that a pretty interesting fact. And the U.S. only has around twenty-ish percent of users, so I mean they've done their globalization expansion well. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds、uh, really, really good. I'm quite interested in why are these agents in a, you know, it, it's、um, an American apps to start with for it to have one set of the users. It's、um, an amazing number. Yeah, it's pretty impressive to be honest. So, I mean, getting started, let's kind of go into the high level. Like, what what social media platforms exist in Asia? Which ones exist in the US coincidentally, but also which ones only exist in Asia? Like, wh- what are your thoughts around that? Uh, so let's start with、um, China. I、yep. believe the most popular social media platforms in China is WeChat、yep. and then Weibo. So think of WeChat as the equivalent of WhatsApp and Weibo、mm. as Twitter. Oh, Twitter really? Weibo is Twitter. I never knew that actually.、Uh, so it's like your.、Um, I would say it's. It has definitely some feature different differences. Um, but it's、mm. basically you send out a text, a shout out to somebody, you add somebody, and you put it in a one sentence structure. Yeah. So in a way that is quite similar. I got an interesting question. So it's pretty like obvious that a lot of influencers or people who use Twitter, they use WhatsApp, but WhatsApp more as like a kind of like、um, how would you call it? Like a personal kind of chat group with your friends or with work people, and or like maybe just. With a significant other or something like that, how would you look at it in terms of WeChat in China and Weibo in China? Like, I know WeChat can be a bit more of an influencer platform as well. Like, you can create a profile for yourself as well and create a business profile even. But you can't really do that on WhatsApp, can you? Um, I remember for the WhatsApp group,、uh, WhatsApp also has a business version. Ah, so yes, it does. So isn't、yes. it quite heavily used in some of the Southern East Asia、uh, places for? You know,、um, advertising or it has some advertising features in the business、mm. version of the WhatsApp.、Mm. Yeah, actually, you're right. There are some kind of advertising features. I do remember some businesses when I was in Thailand、um, pinning, like on the website, you go to WhatsApp to contact them.、Um, but what I discovered, I think, as well, is a lot of the business profiles in Southeast Asia, a lot of them use Line as their like business profile. If you could, if you could, kind of put that like. Their social media business profile tends to exist on、um, 
line rather than whatsapp and whatsapp is purely a way for you to get in contact with them to ask questions because obviously if you're a tourist you, you might not have a phone card or like a sim card that can call them and so they use whatsapp as a way for you to connect with them but mm. on a business profile i think for local businesses especially to local um citizens and local people around them they i think they use line they tend to flicker towards that more a bit more for the southeast asia countries at least that's what i what i see at least and an interesting example that I um, kind of saw in Southern East Asia mm. uh, for how they engage their community or engage their group of audience is they mm. would put together a WhatsApp group and then they will you right. know, send messages of what's happening real time in the group mm. uh, to keep everyone kind of informed. So yeah. interestingly, that shares similar characteristics as some of the like WeChat groups. Mm. Um, businesses usually, you know, they just pull all the members together and they share yeah. information. Yeah. Um, and you will receive notifications when something pop up. You know what? That actually sounds like something I've seen a lot. I think yeah, a lot of influencer groups also do this. I think that's like kind of becoming a more of a trend. I, I wonder like what what WhatsApp's gonna do like for the future because I think WhatsApp itself has a lot of potential, but it's it has tend to be limited towards like them trying to use it as more of a chat app and trying to transition to business. They even tried to transition, if you remember one time, to a paid app. And that got so much backlash that they got rid of it. If, mm-hmm. you, if you remember I that. I remember that. That was like 10 years ago. And the yeah. people who, they, who switched to us WhatsApp, they were saying, oh, I signed up for it because there are no ads. Oh, yeah. Quite, that was, and yeah. To be fair, though, like, I, I, I felt like it was a very stupid move when I heard of it because i was like no other app does this and you're not really providing that much of an extra feature versus all these other apps because to be honest all these other apps are providing a bit more than what you're doing and you're trying to charge for it i found that kind of weird to be honest but anyway i um, uh i guess all the social media stake they have some kind of a novelty story behind it it really carries the uh the founder's vision and the mm. founders uh what the founders value in, yeah. in the like so say whatsapp i remember the um sorry i couldn't remember the name of the founder at the time but he mm. wanted to uh, keep the app so simple that right. it's just it just stays as a messaging app yeah so yeah. um yeah it was um very interesting I think, yeah i think that's what i think if i remember correctly this um once again i also forgot the founder's name but um he also had a lot of issues i think with um, Mark Zuckerberg with the fa- with how Facebook was trying to monetize WhatsApp and stuff, and I think he had a lot of clashes with that. And I think Instagram was same as well when Facebook bought Instagram. They also had to end up a lot of clashes. So <laughs> a lot of the, com- the companies that Facebook had bought, a lot of the founders from the the companies that got bought out, seemed to have a bit more of clashing towards them. But anyway, that's just like another topic for another day. Um, so I want to ask a quick question. So what do you think? Which country do you think has the most social media user penetration in APEC? Um, I'm definitely not thinking Australia. I feel like Australia is very laid back. Everyone yeah. prefers to go to the beach and chill. Yeah. So, um, I looked up some quick stats. It's uh, two hours every day. Uh, mm-hmm. I- I'm going to bet that's the least country <laughs> with the lowest uh, media consumption. Uh, if for the highest, I'm guessing either China or um, South Korea. Am so- I right? So South Korea, I think, used to be number one. I'm taking stats from January 2020, so I don't know if it's changed. But Taiwan is actually number one. And 
it's only by 1%. So Taiwan is 88% and South Korea is 87%. So it's like so close. It's like so it, neck and neck. 88%, 87% so, Yeah, exactly. Of... Social media uh, user penetration. So I guess people using like active accounts on the social networks. Oh, right. Okay. Do you happen to have any stats on how many hours do they spend on social media? I actually don't know. I think... I, I know Australia is two hours. You are right. Uh, but I'm not 100% sure about some of the other countries. Um, I think, from memory, I think Indonesia or Thailand, I think one of them has four hours a day. It's one of one of the higher ones. I would assume Korea and Taiwan would be very high. I remember mm-hmm. going to both of those countries and everyone's just on their phone, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and recent interesting uh, discussion I had with my friend was uh, I was tracking my uh, phone app usage using... <laughs> using an app on my Android and mm. she's using an Apple so it automatically tracks so I was mm. um, telling her I'm using my phone three three to four hours every day and I'm mm-hmm. really surprised I don't know where that can't where, where that time it went flies right um, yeah I don't know what I was doing if you asked me to reflect on what I read I actually couldn't tell you um, then I then and she was like dude um, that's that's no big deal I I checked and I and she spent um, 12 hours on her phone oh, uh, then, then I was like um, like do you know what you were reading <laughs> and she remembers and wow, she okay. um, but she does have a few you know heavy consumptions on the apps that she really likes but mm. 12 hours a day so um, I, I'm I'm sure the stats in some as other Asia countries will be definitely more than yes. um, what we have in Australia right yeah, no, definitely. I think also we've just with COVID nineteen right now. I mean, I think most people are going to be on their phones right now as well. It's got that stat mm. will probably be a bit quite inflated. I also yeah, got. Bit, uh, yeah, sorry, you go. Oh no, I was going to make an interesting point. So, um, on that kind of like the media penetration, I was going to go to the other end as well and ask you: Do you know which country has the least in Asia? Yeah, I just said Australia. Oh, it's not actually. It's actually surprising, right? So Australia is 71%, which is actually around in the middle. The lowest is actually India at 29%. Oh. And my my assumption here is that it's probably based off the fact that some people don't have access to social media. Um, that's my guess. So if I'm taking a, like a more next-level approach, which is like which country is not an active social media user but has access to it it's actually japan which actually makes sense right because japanese people are more face-to-face people in my opinion mm, okay that's yes. interesting stats mm. yeah so some interesting stats throwing throwing out there so yeah um yeah, it really also reflects i guess again the cultural values on um like on media consumption as well oh, 100%. i'd say recently i read Something about um, just you know during this COVID nineteen crisis, the mm. uh, prime ministers or the prime minister of India, he's mm. active actively pro, uh, promoting doing yoga. And oh, okay. As a yogi myself, it's very interesting. Every time we uh, we talk about uh, digital, um, like in to- uh, just stay away from the digital and uh, do some intoxication. Yeah. So, uh, um, I'm guessing it would have some cultural cu- cultural implications on whether you how you you treat technologies and do you incorporate it as an essential part of your life 
as yeah. the bottom of the Maslow hierarchy in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, um, Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, also I feel like some of the countries, like, um, just going into, like, another kind of, like, segment is, like, the age groups and the behaviorals of the age groups that use social media, right? I feel like, for example, countries like Japan, the older generation probably still don't don't really want to use social media or they're just kind of still against, not against it, but, like, not really interested in it. Whilst I think countries like South Korea and Taiwan, like, even the older generation are super into it, right? Like, they're always, like, I- I've noticed this, and they're always on their phones as well. Like, it's an interesting trend where I just feel like that those numbers are also based off, like, the social media usage of older generations, in my opinion. Yeah, I just, um, so every time I go back to visit my parents in, um, in China, mm. she, my mom uh, would be hooked onto some, like, new video platforms or oh. uh, new, like, <laughs> PayPal kind of, like, e-wallet <laughs> yeah. systems. And yeah. I feel like I'm a, like, I came from Stone Age, still trying to use cash when I, <laughs> when I uh, went back, like, a few years ago. And yeah. everyone's like, um, yeah, it's really amazing to see how, and you can order order food within an app, like, mm. app, just on your, there are no waiters or waitresses in the restaurant, right? I'm start, mm. starting to rumble, but it just, just, you, you see, um, it just evolves so quickly in mm. the Asian countries. Yeah. No, I think that's actually interesting. You raised a really interesting point. I just feel, I actually feel like, because um, my mom's the same, like, she's very, very savvy, right, on those platforms. I'm I'm actually it's actually kind of interesting how I'm, this is a question out there to to listeners like are your parents also very not tech savvy but social media savvy I think there's a difference here because you could be social media savvy but not technically tech savvy right like mm. they'll still ask you how to turn on a computer but they'll l- learn how to figure out a social media network that just came out in China like I just feel like it's it's kind of interesting to see the differences and I feel like at least my parents are super into their social media as well like even more than me to be honest mm, that's true yeah but yeah i mean i think in general like there's a lot of um content that flies out and i think in social media and i feel like older generations especially asian older generations love to gossip and i think that's how they also keep on top of like the whole like what's happening right especially with COVID 19 like my mom's throwing me sats every day yeah uh i guess for businesses out there who are looking to see which social platforms they are going to invest. Um, mm. Looking at the engagement rates on social medias and don't really apply the assumptions that you have on um, social medias are just for millennials yeah. um, or for the Gen Z. Um, mm. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, other, like the Gen Gen Y, even baby boomers are very engaged. Baby boomers, very, <laughs> very engaged. <laughs> yeah, I think very like... engaged. Yeah, you reminded me because every B two B, like every tech company I've been to, especially if they have a presence in China, all of them use WeChat and successfully manage to have a WeChat strategy for business to actually generate pipeline, which is kind of kind of interesting because you wouldn't be able to do this for the English social media channels. Like, I would say like you can't just create a Facebook business profile and then expect to generate business from it. You have to run Facebook ads, you have to run Legion and stuff like that. Whilst I feel like a lot of the other Asian countries seem to actually manage to figure out the formula to actually create business from just a business profile, 
I feel like that's an interesting yeah, kind of that's, difference. That's really interesting. It's um, like when you are talking about all the advertising strategies on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram to the Asian population, they mm. would, you know, it's also, it doesn't mean um, the organic growth in a, say, WeChat group or WhatsApp groups doesn't cost anything because yeah, you're still, um, you're driving that organic growth yeah, through, through labor. Mm. But it's, um, it's, yeah, like it's we are doing the strategy here, going through the advertising route, and they are mm. going through um, like building an army of people, dragging people into the group. And, exactly. Um, yeah. All about scalability. Yeah. yeah, that's a really interesting fact, and that's yeah, a, that's like, a really interesting point to to explore if you're a B two B company. Hello. Hello. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Oh, I think the Sorry, audio cut I, off there. Yeah, okay. Um, but anyway, um, sorry about that. But, I mean, it's pretty much hitting our end to our podcast. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a really interesting topic. I think there's a lot of stuff we can explore. I think this is just an introduction to kind of, like, go through, like, what are really some, like, I guess, platforms, like, in Southeast Asia. Like, you got Line, Korea, you got Kakao and stuff like that, China Reach, as you mentioned. But it's, like, a lot of content. And, like, I think there'll be a lot more stuff we can probably talk about later down the track.